You're here to listen. I'm here to talk. This is Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason, a God, Bible, and Church podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Truth Radio, and many, many more. I'm so delighted to have with me as my special guests, Brother Ian McConnell, Brother Ben Girai, Brother Caleb Simmons. They all together are the hosts of the epic, catchy Apostolics Arise podcast. My friends, welcome to Spirit Signal. How are we doing today? Doing great. Doing Glad to be, here. to be here. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, podcasters got to stay together. And because I believe that we are ultimately the future. And I am just so thrilled that there are other people out there wanting to do this. And uh, we're all brothers in this. We got started at the same time this year. We're, Spirit Signal and Apostolics Arise is forever established in the year 2020. How about that, huh? Yeah. yeah. You started two months earlier than us. Yeah. We started about, what, June, July, not summer? No, we started uh, in April. April? Oh, wow. I was really off. Yeah. We started in April. That's all right. I've got COVID brain too. You know, I'm still in suspended animation. I don't, (laughs) people are like, that happened in April. I'm like, what? I thought that happened in like, that's not their brain. (laughs) I don't remember since January, really. (laughs) So uh, to our listeners, if they want to listen to Apostolics Arise, tell us, how do they find Apostolics Arise? They're going to find us on YouTube at Apostolic Rise. Don't forget, you got to put the S at the end of Apostolics or you're going to find everything else other than the podcast. You can go follow us on Instagram at Apostolics Rise. You can go listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other listening device that you listen to. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Wow, looky there. And, Ian, you want to take over the merch? Uh, yeah, tell us about your merchandise. I'm very interested right. in this. So basically... Um, we decided to put merchandise out just in an effort to help us be able to get better audio equipment and, you know, bring a better, I don't know, listening experience to our listeners. And that's really what the, uh, all the proceeds are going toward. And the merch is pretty cool. We haven't gotten ours in yet, but I think it's dope, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. We got hoodies, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. Uh, we even have masks right now. So a couple different variations, and there's plenty of different color options to choose from. I mean, it's don't we have phone cases too, Ben? Yeah, we got phone cases and uh, just a whole variety of things. Like it, it ranges from like uh, purple AA Apostolic Rise, it's the logo, um, green and blue, tons of different color choices, tons of different uh, designs. Yeah. Nice. You hear that, listeners? You're going to be looking fresh with Apostolics Arise. Guys, buy that special girl some Apostolics Arise merch. Girls, buy that special guy some Apostolics Arise merch. I mean, you that know, can go up last podcast. That could be a signal. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. Yes. Let me tell you what, you know, I like to go to coffee shops. Of course, this this is pre-COVID, but I would go to coffee shops, other places, and have my Bible out and have a notebook out. And, you know, nobody would talk to me. But if I walked in with, like, a one of my, our church T-shirts or a discipleship-type shirt or something, oh, man, everybody wants, wants to ask me about my shirt. And you'd be surprised at how much just your clothing will generate conversation uh, with people nowadays, and it can really open open the door to really minister to somebody. So uh, Apostolics Arise has a great sound, a great visual. They've got great merchandise. So Spirit Signal, I want all of you to go out and buy their stuff, listen to their stuff. And uh, if there's an opportunity to insert a promo code, insert Signal, so they know you sent that we sent you. Use the word Signal, S-I-G-N-A-L. You're not going to get no discount, but I just want them to know who sent you. So do that. Help us out. Help out the publicity. And uh, you're going to be looking good and sounding good. So uh, tell them where to go. Yeah. go. Where, where do we go? You're going to find us on teesprings.com. And that's T. So T-E-E. And then all one word, teesprings.com. And you're going to go to the Apostolics Arise Apparel. Yeah, that's the store name. So that so that's where you're gonna go online to go find it is Teesprings, and then you're gonna type in the Apostolics Arise, and it should pop up real, real quick. 
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, be sure to check your episode notes for all of these uh, details. If you're like me, chances are you're going to listen and forget, but just scroll down to the episode notes and we'll have all of this uh, information for you. Okay. Uh, normally I wouldn't ask this, but because you guys are just so young and uh, flourishing in this, we just got to know, cause it really truly is extraordinary. I want to know how old you guys are. E- Brother Ian, how old are you, man? I'm 18. 18. Brother Ben, how old are you? Uh, I'm 18 as well. Brother Caleb. I am 19 in nine days. Nine, so, all right, we got an 18 and 18 and an 18 and one 18, not for long. Look at that. How about that? I think that is truly uh, extraordinary that you guys want to do this at 18 years old. You know, when I was 18, we did recordings. But it was, we we would stay late after church, turn on all the sound and stuff and record ourselves playing drums and guitars. And uh, it sounded like an absolute disaster. (laughs) And uh, I may or may not have recorded prank phone calls. Some of you that knew me back then, you know what I'm talking about. I need to hear these. Uh, No, 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 no. We we, we have moved on to a more serious (laughs) platform. But um, I... I just am just so impressed uh, with the work and the ministry that you all are doing and, and, and the goal. You know, what I'm saying is when I was 18, I was recording to, to you know, just to goof off. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything for God. It wasn't anything to help anybody else. It was just simply wasting time, you know, with, with our crazy ideas. But you guys have a great purpose, a great vision, a great agenda, and what you're doing. And we know it's uh, connecting uh, with people and blessing people. And, and ultimately it is pleasing to the Lord, uh, you know, to do this and uh, podcasting. It's just an excellent opportunity for, for people to get involved in sharing what God has given to them uh, for the world to hear and see. Uh, before we get into some of the, the themes of apostolics arise, I want to ask all of you guys beginning with brother Ian what are some of the key moments or just moment that you had in your life as far back as you can remember that really strengthened your walk with God? It could have been in a church service, an altar call, a youth camp. It could have just been riding on the bus home from school. But what really just sparked in your mind, okay, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to get through high school. I'm going to still serve the Lord. I'm going to approach my college years. I'm going to serve the Lord. What really just connected you to God? What moment really did that for you, Brother Ian? Uh, for me, uh, I can't exactly pinpoint a specific moment, but for me, it was more of a process. So mm. I went through a period where I started to realize you know, just the gravity of God's calling, you know, and to whatever anyone else's calling may be, you know, there's mm. got to be a moment in time when you do realize your calling. It may not be necessarily a moment, but it can be a process of coming to the realization of the greatness of what God has called you to. But for me, it was that process. Process. And so I came to a realization, you know, that God wants to use me and that he loves to use people. You know, he loves to use real people, not people who are, you know, fake or just trying to pretend to live, you know, like God wants us to live. And I don't know, for me, at least, it was just that when I came to that realization, I started to treat my walk with God a little differently. I took it more seriously because I truly wanted to fulfill, and I still do truly want to fulfill God's calling and purpose in my life. And I feel like that for me, that's where that kind of stirred from. Amen. So not a moment, process. It was like just a little bit here and there, day by day. I like that. Ben, how about you? Um, well, for me, it, it was actually, I, I can give an exact month and year. It was uh, June 2016 because mm. um, I, I was forced to go on a mission trip. <laughs> oh and um 
let's see, I was 14 at the time. Pretty sure that's right. Yeah, four, no, I would have been 13 at the time because I would have been turning 14 later that year. So I was 13 years old. I've only been in our youth group for one year uh, under Jeremy Stafford, which shout out, by the way. Yes. Uh, Congratulations on the election, Brother Stafford. Uh, and anyways, my parents um, and Brother Stafford really wanted me to go to Vienna, Austria, which is in Europe. Um, so I was going, so they wanted me to go and I fought them tooth and nail, but like everything was faithful. I was being a total brat. <laughs> Most people really? were excited. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, like most people would be excited to go on a mission trip, but I was scared because during this time there was a ton of um, like terrorism stuff going on. Oh. Uh, so we we got to uh, Austria and I realized that uh, God wasn't happy with going by my timeline, like going through my walk with God on my schedule and he wanted to take it and deal with me on his timeline. Hmm. So basically I had to completely like surrender myself to God in that way. Um, and it really it completely like changed my, my entire life. And that year I was like, I completely, I came back a completely different person. Hmm. Uh, I raised, I became real McCoy for Florida also that year and started awesome. different like little programs within the church. And like I, I've been trying to work towards what God's called me to do ever since and like going by his timeline versus our versus, versus mine. So that's my story. <laughs> I like it. Praise God. Brother Caleb. Well, I was homeless. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, no, I, man, I, uh, I grew up in ministry. My, my granddad was the pastor of the church I went to for 13 years. My dad was assistant pastor and youth pastor. So kind of just always, uh, always had been a part of ministry and was always around it, always around the youth group, always around the meetings, uh, always there when my granddad was uh, studying and and just really in prayer and stuff and was always, you know, being a part of the ministerial family, man, you were, you were there early for prayer. You were there praying before prayer. You were just there constantly. And, um, I don't know, I guess being a kid, you just, uh, I grew up so quick, you know, just trying to, uh, really step into what I thought was being asked of me. And it kind of just got to a point where I was tired of being more than just a kid. Uh, because, I mean, I was young and I really didn't understand why um, principles had anything to do with life or really why I had to uh, be a certain way or, or really act a certain way. Um, so it took it took it took a little bit for me to individually, you know, figure out why do I want to be an apostolic? Why do I want to live for God? And I think I was hmm, I was. 15 years old, I went to the NAYC that I think that was 20, that would have been 2016, 2016, uh, NAYC. And uh, they were, I can't remember, can't even remember what, what was being preached, but I was just out in the middle, uh, just out in the, uh, what was it, the KFC Center. That's what it was, wasn't it? it Indianapolis was last year. The KFC Center was, uh, I think you mean um, twenty because NYC was 2017. You're from two years before then. Oh no, it was 2017. So it was 20. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was at the KFC Center. That's where it was held. And then the next one would be Indianapolis. And I was just laid out in the middle of the chairs. Mm. And I had somebody approach me after that. And it happened twice. One before, but I didn't take it seriously at an HYC. Somebody said you need to drop your pride uh, that you've been taught. And I didn't understand what that meant. And then fast forward to 2017, God literally is like, if you want to be used and you want to live for me, you've got to drop your pride. And there is kind of where I really realized that I want to live for God. I, I want to be a part of 
his plan and I just want to do whatever he wants me to do, period. And it was kind of like Ian, you know, it wasn't always, you know, perfect after that point. It, it still took to a process to get where I am now with, with the men that I'm around now that are a great blessing. And, mm. you know, just I, I think everybody has a point, but everybody still has a process. Yeah. But that, that's me. I like the guys, great answers. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to really relate to everything you guys said from the, from the process to, you know, fighting the will of God to go on a missions trip. But then you realize that missions trip was the, had the answers, you know, you're looking for. And then, you know, in big arenas here, you know, that are geared towards young people finding, you know, the will and plan of God for your life and uh, not having all the answers, but just trusting the process. That's excellent. And the reason I, I asked this question is because I, I tend to think, I was a youth pastor for many years. I tend to think most teenagers decide whether they're going to live for God or not around age 14. Most of them just kind of figure it out. And then either they just uh, go through the motions, they like youth group, but as soon as that, that age between like 17 and 22 comes, it, that's when they backslide. That's when they just step out and they, it's not apostolics arise, it's backslidden arise, backslider arise. Mm -hmm. And I just am so thrilled to see 18 year old guys getting together to talk about the Lord, to talk about the word. And that's really, I, would you guys say that in doing this podcast together, it has strengthened even yourselves personally in your walk with God? Has that, has that happened for all of you? I would say definitely yes. I mean, through this process of actually starting and continuing to do a podcast, I mean, one, I feel like our friendship has been strengthened. Because we've mm -hmm. had to overcome, you know, disagreements. <laughs> because I mean, when we get up to speak um, in this podcast, I mean, sometimes there's disagreements, but we've had to learn how to get over it. And I feel like because of that, because we have, you know, put the kingdom first in trying to do this, you know, our friendship has been strengthened. You know, would you guys say that? Yeah, I, I definitely would. I would say like, yeah, friendships definitely strengthened. Our relationship with God is definitely yeah. strengthened because. It also keeps each of us accountable mm -hmm. to each other, um, and like not not in the same way that a pulpit keeps a preacher accountable. Because I mean, I remember Brother Gleason. Whenever you were on our podcast, you mentioned how there are things that can be said on a podcast that can't be said from a pulpit. Right. And like being in a podcast in a sit down conversational setting, like our format is, um, we are very very um just down to earth and whenever we talk we're not just trying to reach an audience like reach an audience we're also growing with each other in our friendship mm. i would i i'd agree um not, I, I would agree both on the both points that y'all both made the same one it has kept us accountable uh not only for each other but the the trust that has been grown between us I, I i know there there are certain things that we trust each other with uh that we normally wouldn't um like i have no problem sharing this the other day we had a meeting at breakfast and you know to get things planned out for our, our future and the next coming up months and getting people listed on who we want you know uh just really getting the game plan together and i had really been wanting to get off of instagram but you know i would kind of i talk myself back into why i needed to be on it for my personal account and I finally said, you know what, I'm done. So I went to Ian and texted him. And basically, I let him make up his own password to apply to my Instagram. So if I ever want it back, he's got to, you know, say, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and um, but not only that, but it's, it's helped me in my prayer life um, mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm not being uh, selfish on what I want, but that I'm selfless in the fact that I pray. Uh, for my co-host Ben and Ian that I pray for our youth group because not only has it we've gotten closer but just the overall genre of the podcast has brought other people in our church to have conversations with us so that has brought us personally closer to our own people which makes me in my own life want to be more accessible and transparent yeah, yeah. 
I would also say, just to add this, that yeah. is definitely, at least for myself, giving me a greater burden and a heart for young people because mm-hmm. that's really our audience. Yeah. I was yeah. going over our mission statement today. I just decided to go look at it and we came up with this mission statement only three or four months ago. And it was to outreach, encourage, teach, and disciple the younger generations. And I mean, oh, wow. I feel yeah. like, you know, at least for me, this podcast has definitely helped me, you know, grow in personal ministry to others. You know, because that's really what ministry is. It's ministering to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. You know, podcasting is the art is you think about this Instagram videos or YouTube videos, that is a form of, or I should say a, it's short form art. Most of it's very short, three to four minutes. The podcasting is long form art. And what podcasting is most, most of it's audio. Some of it is, is video. And I'm glad you guys do that. And enjoy it while you can, because when you get older like me, you, you develop a face made for radio, as they say. And <laughs> you got a voice for it, too. What? I said, you got a voice for it, too. You, oh, you, thank you. Well, I feel like I'm talking in, in a can. I'm, re- I'm recovering. I'm on the high end of low of COVID-19. And and, we, and uh, listeners, we got an agreement. If I start coughing, Apostolics Arise is going to have to bail, bail out Spirit Signal <laughs> on this episode. But so far, we're doing okay. But uh, you guys are talking about conversation and stuff. And one of the things that I think podcasting does is it helps people to hear conversation. And, you know, what we are what we read. We are what we watch. We are what we listen to. And just something that I see in this generation is there's like a lost art in conversation. There's a lost art in talking. Agreed. Is, yeah, it's it's just difficult for people to talk anymore. Everybody everybody's on their phones, and I love my phone. I'm on my phone all the time, and I don't th- and I don't have that that to blame. But I don't know. It's just something about there's just something I don't know what it is in this culture. People just have a hard time talking. Talking is important. You look at the ministry of Jesus with his disciples. His greatest revelations did not come you know, in, in like preaching in the synagogues, but it came through talking to them and the questions that the disciples would ask and the answers that they got, the greatest revelations came through talking and something that has really developed in me personally in starting podcasting is I brought conversation to my prayer life. Mm. I learned how to, how to talk to God. There was just, you know, when I do most of my podcasts are, are, are monologue, I'm not, I don't, I, nobody wants to host with me. I'm not cool enough like you guys. So I don't have any friends. It's, it's me and my wall. Okay. <laughs> but in talking to the wall, I learned, I learned how to do the same thing with, with God. And it's like me and God are having a podcast in prayer time. And that's part of the reason why podcast exists is to get people talking and uh, have you guys seen that in, in some of your listeners and the feedback you're getting that it's inspiring conversation, you know, with, with people in their own youth groups, their own families and stuff. Are you guys seeing that? Oh man, we've seen a, a huge jump, not only in like you can tie it back into, you've seen how people have a hard time talking. Well, before, cause I had just moved here. I've been here for eight months and I uh, moved from Georgia and stuff. So when I came back, not a lot of people remembered me or knew me. So the, the conversation to, to be open and talk with people wasn't there. And, but at the same time, through our presence, where people see the conversation of our podcast, it is now nothing. I, I think it has made us more approachable as people because we have perceived ourselves to be people and we've shown that we do talk. And I, I've, I've found that some people, are, like I've talked to people in person that I've talked to over the phone through text and they're more personal through text. And when they come face to face, they lose all common sense on how to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't speak through emojis to you right now, but I really need you to convey what you're trying to say. And, um, but no, emojis. yeah. Like, but yes, through the podcast and through, and through families and everything, uh, because some of the conversation we, we have had with 
our episodes have challenged young people to really step up and have conversations with their families and really be bold to uh, just bring concerns as of like, what does this mean? Or be able to ask the questions uh, of what things are. So I think it's really helped them and not only us, but others to step out and talk instead of be secluded. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that. Um, sorry, there, there's one person that I'm thinking of in particular who um, has started coming to our church more and more. And I knew them from a younger age. And they actually left the church and like had no connection to the church at all. Um, it, it was very sad for a little while. And then they started listening to our podcast and now I'm trying to see them more and more, and they're not, they're very open to talk to people that they haven't talked to in years. And mm. lately, um, like Ian said, our mission statement, it, it, that's literally, I feel like we've completely accomplished our goal because of just one person. Yeah. Um, and mm. having, having them uh, have godly conversation again and have godly fellowship. Because that that's encouragement uh, for a lot of people, because they don't get that on a daily basis. You know what? One thing I've I've noticed between what we've done, and I've noticed this throughout the church and stuff, is I've noticed the people that have come to me and talked about things kind of fit the personality that I am over the podcast and how I present myself. And some of the people that go to you separately, Ben, they kind of you know they fit who you are and people who have talked to Ian, they kind of just fit in his, his own, uh, what, what you call it, how he is, you know, personality. Yeah, personality. <laughs> what like, it's like, I don't know, people hearing podcasts and how we carry ourselves over social media, how we carry ourselves behind the screen, sometimes set people up for a, a, a pre expectation of what it's going to be like to meet you. And I think it's it's opened up people to go, okay, if I had a question, I would probably go to this one because it fits. You know, not 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 like in a favoritism way, but like because of the way we are, oh, he's very outgoing, oh, oh, he's 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 very set, or this one's very, you know, kind of quiet or standoffish, but he's got great things to say, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I've I've seen that they really gravitate toward the personality that they relate to more yeah i mean personality is the main characteristic of a podcast like whether gleason your podcast is so attentive with your personality so outstanding i mean they're like whenever you talk people just feel refreshed at least in my opinion whenever i listen to you oh um, well, thank you but it's just like with us like people love having the sanguine like friend like caleb and then yeah, home, homeless Caleb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. like always 100%, always like crazy happy. All right. Um, Come on, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> actually, I was going to go to myself, not you. Oh, really? No. Ian's uh, like a flamingo head in the same. No. <laughs> wow. uh, or whatever it is. Come on. Come on, Ian. This is called Apostolics Arise. Get the flamingo head out of there. <laughs> I mean, I am the quiet one, really. When it comes to <laughs> on the podcast, but I will say the podcast has definitely made me less insecure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about it. That is a big thing because I used to be really scared of having my face on the screen. I mean, I hated hearing myself. I hated seeing myself other than just living behind what I can see in my own eyes. And podcasting, I don't know. I just I just stepped into it and we done it. And I, I honestly think God changed certain things in us to be able to have the confidence to do what we felt we needed to do. Because wow. it was just like, it was a split second. We got done with the message. Brother Herring said what he said. And I'm telling you, we just went at it. We just done it. It was, it was, our first episode was up on, what was it? The third day? Yeah, and we three, recorded three on days three after. days. Um, Brother Herring. So like really quick, how we started is Brother Herring preached the message. He went off a uh, message and like started talking specifically to young people. Because obviously the message was talking about how COVID's going to change us. He mentioned how young people, we, you guys have the ability to change the world because you guys are used to all this technology. And then he gets done speaking in Ian, Ian, no, sorry, 
Caleb and I are there. Um, and he, like, he cuts it. And he goes, by the way, I was talking to you guys. You guys can do something. And apparently at the same time, both of us were thinking of a, of a podcast. Yeah, we were both, like, having the idea. I was thinking hard podcast. And apparently he was, too. Yeah, and- I, I've, been, I've been, like, thinking and praying about doing a podcast for a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, immediately I was like, okay, okay, so we need Ian, Caleb. And then three days later, we started a podcast. And the introduction video was introduction to boldness. It was. It was, man. That was. Yeah. <laughs> I recorded I, I, I recorded a good 15 minutes of my audio playing softball because <laughs> we started off on Bluetooth headphones, all of us on Discord recording with Craig. And <laughs> I was playing softball through half of the episode. <laughs> I've got to be honest, you hid that very well because I didn't hear a thing. Yeah. I mean, I got an episode, me and, me and uh, Nathan Santamary, we're chowing down on tacos talking, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, so, and sometimes you got to do that type of stuff and, and people appreciate it. It feels natural. It doesn't feel so studio-ish, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but uh, that's that's great, guys. Uh, you were talking about boldness. I've heard you guys talk about your favorite candy bars. I mean, there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff in uh, Apostolics Arise. But uh, what would you guys say, you know, just a snapshot at your library, what are some of the overall themes that come into the conversation of um, Apostolics Arise. Ian? Uh, I'll let Ben go first. He writes all the titles and does all the editing. So all I'm right, going to give him uh, I would say our, our um, kind of catalog is encouragement and the growth of a Christian person. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very oneness. In fact, we're uh, working on doing a salvation series uh, mm. so, uh, but we're just really trying to encourage our like, young people because like like you said in the very beginning people at the age of 14 uh, around the age of 14 that's when they decide whether or not gonna, whether or not they're going to live for God and yeah. we that decision around 14 as well mm-hmm. like for all of us so mm-hmm we're trying to make sure that we fulfill our mission statement and we do what we need to do by encouraging and just helping everyone, everyone else because everyone needs a pastor, but everyone also needs encouragement. Yeah. I would say also another overarching theme that we really do push and just came naturally to us uh, was submission and alignment. Those are Ah. two things that we really, we drove that home. Yeah. We drive that home. Well, yeah, we didn't. We didn't even do this podcast. Like we we started it really fast, but the second day, we we did not do anything until Pastor Kinsey said, "You guys can do it." All yeah. all, all of our guests have been cleared. We sent in a list for all the uh, people we want to have to speak, and, and he he cleared all of them. So we don't have anybody on, or we don't do really anything uh, like extraordinary that our pastor hasn't already given the uh, the green light to go on. Yeah, we'll even like if. Like at least I, I give him some of the questions in advance so that way he knows what we're going to talk about. And if there's something that he thinks that we shouldn't talk about, we'll wave it off and change it. Yeah, that's smart. And uh, your pastor, Brother Kinsey, certainly knows what he's what he's talking about. And that, that that's a great idea. You know, when you have that agreement between yourselves, the Lord and your pastor, you're setting yourself up for success you know, to have that, that type of agreement. And I think that's excellent. Uh, and any other things you guys, uh, it, it just, just comes up in conversation while you guys are, while you guys are talking in, in your episode library. Uh, man, I, and I know this, I don't know this is going to click with them if they haven't already thought about it yet. Uh, we always drive home being bold. Yes. Always. I think it's, it's mentioned at least once every episode we, we mentioned, we mentioned two things. You cannot, you can, uh, how do I say it? I'm the one who always says it, that Um, you can't operate in authority until you are submitted under authority. And we drive that home and we drive home being bold, stepping up and stepping out, which is a big thing, uh, that goes along with our mission statement to bring up a younger generation to disciple, to, to make bold because this generation that we have, I mean, especially with 
COVID and everything going on, it's really easy to stay at home, to sit down, to watch from afar. But it's going to take young people and elders in the church uh, to step up and step out more than ever and to speak out more than ever. So we push that uh, being bold, stepping up and stepping out um, and, and being the difference, even when somebody says you won't or being the difference when you may be the only person that wants to make the difference, or you're the one who's striving to make something happen. And that, that's, that's pretty much my overarching that I think we really drive home is being bold. Praise God. Yeah, that's a major theme. You know, in the book of Acts, you take a look at the first time the church is persecuted. You know, they, they, they release the apostles and they all come back and pray. And they ask God, Lord, give us boldness. Let more miracles, signs, and wonders happen. It says there in Acts chapter 6 that the whole place was shaken. You know, and after that first wave of persecution, it was like their boldness, their anointing, their ministry went to another level. And, and boldness, you know, is, is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I think that speaks of the name of the podcast, Apostolics Arise. To me, that's what I see. It means a boldness. It doesn't mean be rude. It doesn't mean be out of control. But it means talking about the Lord in conversation with no reservation at all. It's letting what God has done in your life flow out of you naturally, you know, and completely. And I'll tell you what, what your... your, authenticity authenticity there it is and your uh ability to be real and transparent will make or break anything you do whether whether you're you're singing in the choir you're an usher you know you're 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 cleaning up you know after pizza night in the youth group whatever or a podcast host you you got to know how to be natural with the supernatural like like I say you got to know how to be uh authentic with it and uh, sometimes, you know, like we like we were talking, like Brother Ian was talking about this pot doing this podcast has helped develop your personality more, and that that has for me too. And sometimes you just gotta get after it, you know. You, you all of us have got a level of boldness in us that we don't even know is there. And uh, once you, you know, go for it for the first time, whatever it may be, you know, you, you realize the potential you have in there and it's like, God, why didn't I see it? And God was like, well, I knew it was there all along. I was just waiting on you, <laughs> you know, and it's just so neat that you guys didn't wait till you, till you thought you had life figured all out. You know, you did, you know, and I'm sure in the beginning, like if you're like me, you had problems, you know, in the beginning of trying to get your podcast going. Yeah. Scheduling. <laughs> oh, <very rough. laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, awesome. Yeah. And you just got to arise. You just got to go for it. Okay. What everybody's got to have their own. Every host has to have their favorite episode. What are, what's your, you guys' favorite episode that you've done in Apostolics Arise? I'm going to look through that real quick. (laughs) That's what we're all doing. We have like, to give you a title. Yeah, exactly. We're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Title. And. Man, I when you go through uh, Faith and Finance, Youth Ministries <laughs> Podcast, First Bank Podcast, Justin Galise. Oh man, <laughs> Faith and Finance, Adrian Adrian okay. Hildebrand. She's got a great podcast. She does. It's very interesting, like listening to it. I mean, Alignment and Submission is a great one. Yes. Uh, is that you talking, Caleb? Is that your favorite? No, that was Ian. Oh, Ian. Yeah, I guess for me, uh, that's going to be one of my favorite ones. I, I think excellence and perfection may be one of my favorite ones. <sighs> excellence and perfection. I need to listen to that. Um, man, I was going to do the same thing. Uh, okay, so then I'll switch it. Um, personal development part one for personal evangelism. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that series. And that's, that's, that's another thing I was going to say we do touch on. We, we really try to... Uh, talk about the steps of how to operate in certain things. Like we were talking about, you know, personal evangelism earlier and like really how, you know, God was talking to the disciples one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, like that, the one that I just said, the personal development uh, part one, we really talked on how to adjust and read social cues. Um, 
and really how to step into prayer for discernment on starting personal evangelism. And so, yeah, my, my would be a uh, personal development part one. Since you took mine, excellence and perfection. Well, I, mean, I was either going to choose that one. I wanted to go a little bit older. I, I was either going to choose um, excellence and perfection or we are centered. It's the one we've released two weeks ago. Oh, you do that one. I'll do yeah. excellence and perfection. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All of them are good, you know. Wow. That's I funny. You got, I haven't listened to that episode yet. I'm going to, uh, on the way home, I'm going to, I'm going to turn that on. I wrote this down the other day. What do you guys think about this? Perfectionists never do anything perfect. That is, that's definitely true. I, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like if you're expecting perfection, you're always going to be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, the re- like what, we'll, what we talked about in that episode, from what I remember, is per- like people who are perfectionists, especially when it comes to ministry, they never really do any, they don't accomplish anything uh, because they're wanting it to be done. And because of that, because they're wanting it to be done, they'll never actually accomplish it. Because uh, yeah. it's never going to be good enough. Because only God can make it good, and only God can make it perfect. Exactly. Right. Um, mm. So whenever they try for that excellence, that excellence that do everything um, excellent as unto God, I can't remember that verse. It just get my mind. Um, whenever we're going after excellence for God's glory, then it reaches that level of this this thing that's God's touch that to most people will seem perfect, but like you who created it, it's excellent. But there's still another place where you can go when it comes to it. There's a place where you can grow from it. I feel like excellence is more of a kingdom mindset. Exactly. And perfection, perfectionism from a human standpoint is just more carnal. Yeah, perfectionism. It's a belief. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's what we talked about. What we talked about in in the yeah. podcast, literally the whole thing was centered around why people who strive for perfection fail so hard. And it's we really tried to drive home the point of when you know you can strive for excellence instead of perfection, because we've all fallen short and we won't ever achieve perfection. But what we can do is be excellent at what we do. That is a characteristic we can take on and we can right. for because perfection will just always be out of reach. So like, like Ben was talking about ministers and preachers who strive for perfection, as are often why the statistics are so high that they were. We were talking about it in PI a couple of weeks ago that the numbers for pastors and pastors wives for failure in churches are so high. They're in the 40s and 50 percent. And it's because they strive for perfection. And when it doesn't happen, they feel like the call of God has been either displaced or taken off or not working. And that's what we really drove home was you can strive for excellence because you can be excellent and you will never, ever be perfect. Well, that's good. It sounds like we're on the same page with that. Wow. Uh, Caleb, it's a miracle you were able to come on with us today. We know you had to work. Thanks for making time for us. Uh, Caleb, what type of work are you in? Construction. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Really. Nice. How long you been doing that? Oh, uh, off and on my whole life. My dad's been in construction for, uh, let's say, uh, upward of 32 years. So every summer, um, he was. I was in his back pocket after school. I was working with him 24/7. That's great. That's good. You know, I got into uh, sports with a extracurricular activities after school. I, I did sports, but I'll tell you what I found to be the most fun. I, I gave up sports and everything. And I went out and got a job when I turned 16 and uh, worked in restaurants, bus yeah. tables, you know, did serving, all of that. And uh, I think work is really important. And, and, you know, you see this happen in a lot of teenagers. They, they, they don't really do well in school or they do well, but they just can't stand school. Just just because everybody's so hostile <laughs> in school yeah. these days, but you know, listeners, get out and get a job. That may just be the thing you're looking for to find some purpose in life. And uh, construction is a great trade, great thing to do. And I'm I'm sure uh, God will continue to open doors for you, Caleb, on this. Uh, Ian, did I did I see? Uh, was looking through social media. You got some scholarships back in the summertime. Oh uh, yeah, I did. 
Yeah, tell um, us about that. Uh, well, that was, um, let's see, I got the Florida Bright Future Scholarship um, in Florida. If you can make like a 26 on your ACT test, which I don't know how I did. That was by the grace of God. Yes. I made that at the very last chance I could. Uh, and you maintain like a 3.0 GPA. You can get like 75% of your college tuition covered. And oh, wow. So you'd, you would say God opened that door for you? Pretty much. And uh, there's another one that I wasn't smart enough to get that covers 100%, or at least it says it covers 100%. I wasn't smart enough for that one. Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, man, that's still, that's still big. I tell you much how I love school. I almost did the fourth grade twice. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, and look how I turned out. But uh, man, that's fantastic. I wish you uh, success in in a future education. Education is powerful. Uh, education will open doors for you. I have a bachelor's in theology, and uh, I tell you what, when I got out of Bible college, I didn't I didn't begin in ministry. I started selling insurance and did mortgages and other things, and it was just amazing how many doors opened with that degree from an, uh, a, a Bible college. It was Gateway. May it rest in peace. It's now Urshan. But it, you know, it wasn't accredited or anything, but them companies, they, they didn't care. They just saw degree, theology. Hey, this kid can accomplish school. If he can do school, he can accomplish, you know, this job here. So uh, education's important, and we hope all of our listeners, God gives you direction in education. Uh, ben, from what I gather from you is that you do a lot of the technical stuff for apostolics arise is that correct screen junkie I, yeah <laughs> um so yeah I, I do have a bit of formal education in video editing and it kind of got to the point where i um could not only edit for apostolics arise but also for our church so i really do that for money awesome Top-notch video editor. Yeah. Would you say a lot of your stuff, though, is pretty much self-taught? Like, it's just something you've always kind of done? Yeah, 100%. um, The most, what I really take away when it comes to to, uh, video school is they teach you how to correctly light things. Yeah, Hmm. that's what I would say. And they give you some fun, like, history things you can say to show that you know what you're talking about but other than that uh they really they really just um you you can learn everything by yourself Uh, it just takes a lot of time and behind the computer which Mm. really puts your eyes there's one time i didn't see him for four months no i'm kidding (laughs) he was trying to figure out how to make (laughs) well the reason i bring this up brother ben is you know a lot of churches uh pretty much are ready to go with ushers most churches already have a, a good choir they got good singers musicians they've got people ready to preach you've got people there ready to clean the church uh you've got you know, uh, uh, generally most churches do some sort of disciple making or outreach, but a lot of churches, something that's lacking is tech. Uh, they're, they're, la- they're lacking uh, media productions. And I think a lot of listeners out there have got, got a desire to do that stuff and to get after it, you know, and it's, you know, ministry a lot of times is it is waiting on God, but a lot of times it's finding a place where you can find value in a church. So you, you do something that nobody else is doing. And I, I, I hope that uh, just hearing uh, you talk about this inspires somebody listening out there. Hey, you know what? We, we need a better webpage. We need some social media, put together a few ideas, present them to your pastor. Like we're talking about submission and alignment, you know, and, and uh, go from there and it could really develop into the, something special for the church. And yeah. uh, I think, you know, it's, just from talking to you, that's kind of what I gathered. You know, you you learned, you went to school, and opportunities opened for you to do this type of ministry, and it's really great. So, uh, also, Ben, I see on social media, you began a healthy relationship on this past September 11th, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. Uh, um, it actually started like a couple months 
before then. It was because I turned um, 18 that day. Uh, my birthday is September 11th. So uh, Pastor Kinsey was like, hey, you guys can have a relationship. Just don't, don't put anything on social media until you turn 18. And that morning, I sent him a text. So it's okay now. Um, and he said, yeah, go ahead. Just behave yourself, like jokingly. I'm like, yes, sir. And we like just made it Facebook official and had that healthy relationship get started. <laughs> uh, you got, uh, Ben, you got to say it correctly. Healthy relationship. Come on, say it. That's how they, that's how they say it on those date, those dating site commercials, healthy relationship. It's never healthy relationship. I saw the, I saw an ad the other day for a Christian dating site. Oh, and that was very, what was it? The fish? I, don't, I think I it was, was a fish. I saw one. I'm not going to lie. I got curious. I done it. And literally, you can't find nothing but bad girls. <laughs> oh. I didn't do it to do it. I just wanted like, why? Why do they do this? Man, and I was like, stay away from that. I'm over an apostolic one at the next NAYC. Yeah, it was going to be one. Find your apostolic <laughs> mate. Let <laughs> God lead your clicks. Healthy relationship. There you go. Healthy relationship. Yeah. So, wow. Well, everyone, there you have it. The official Apostolics Arise podcast hosted by Ian McConnell, Ben G. Rye, Caleb Simmons. Thank you guys so much for being on here today. Talked a lot about a lot of great stuff. So again, everybody, check your episode notes uh, for how you can find the podcast episodes of Apostolics Arise and also their newly released epic merchandise. We love all of you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon. Get your head out of the sand, you flamingo! Wow. <laughs>